Mr. Dorian Gray is in the studio, sir, said the butler, coming into the garden. You must introduce me now, cried Lord Henry, laughing. The painter turned to his servant, who stood blinking in the sunlight. Ask Mr. Gray to wait, Parker. I shall be in in a few moments. The man bowed and went up the walk. Then he looked at Lord Henry. Dorian Gray is my dearest friend, he said. He has a simple and beautiful nature. Your aunt was quite right in what she said of him. Don't spoil him. Don't try to influence him. Your influence would be bad. The world is wide and has many marvelous people in it. Don't take away from me the one person who gives to my art whatever charm it possesses. My life as an artist depends on him. Mind, Harry, I trust you. He spoke very slowly, and the words seemed wrung out of him almost against his will. What nonsense you talk, said Lord Henry, smiling and talking and taking Howard by the arm. He almost led him into the house. In the shadow of Rafford Tower, behind enemy lines, in the belly of the Delaware Way Beast. We are here once again for another wrap-up show on the Highlands Bunker Podcast. We have the full team assembled to give to you what I think will be at least the final chapter of this text, Kathy v. Kathy, the sentencing. Um, Rob is here. Carl is here on the knobs. The, uh, the our, our, our senior legal correspondent, Bill Martin, is here. Our head archivist, hey, hey. Kirsten Walther, is here. Hello. And uh, Jess is just sitting in in case somebody passes out and has, somebody has to like re- re- recover. So we have a, we have a backup just you know just in case. Um, so we went uh, we went and did it one more time to Dover. We we believe this will be our last uh, our last trip on this uh, on this mission. Uh, but the sentencing of uh, Auditor Kathleen McGinnis was today, and uh, we went down uh, to see how it was all going to play out. Um, Bill, you want to give us like a quick recap of uh, what we sort of were expecting today before we start telling the story about the day? Yeah, sure. We, um, you know, I hadn't been given too much thought to uh, sort of the sentencing until this, this last couple of days. And uh, I think as we, we drove down, we kind of, you know, we echoed predictions we may have made, you know, weeks, months ago that uh, we don't we don't foresee Kathy. uh you know, getting any real significant time behind bars that uh, there may be a reasonable fine assessed and, you know, she'll, she'll still be able to live live free. Yeah, I mean, really, she was going into it with two misdemeanor uh, uh, guilty verdicts. So she had those two charges that she was going to be sentenced on. Um, but as Steve Wood would continue to say, you know, these weren't, when you look at the charges themselves, they're not serious charges. So we were not, although the day before our friend Lex Wilson was able to get some documents to say, show that the AG's office was, uh, you know, calling for, you know, stiffer sentence mm-hmm. um, because of the breach of public trust. But we weren't expecting that and, and, we, and we didn't get it. Um, so that, that part, I think, went pretty much to plan. Yeah. So DOJ, remind me, I think they did ask for one month of prison, right? I, th- I think they did 30 days, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I didn't know that, um, and I guess it has something to do with the probation. So technically she was sentenced to a year for each uh, concurrently but suspended uh, in it 
for a, a year of level one probation, which is the lowest level of probation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the um, the Operation Safe Streets won't be raiding her home or anything mm-hmm. like that. I don't I don't think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I so that that part sort of went went as we as we guessed it would. Yeah, but but you want to you know describe? We were in sort of some new confines. We were in kind of a larger, fancier, more ye old style courtroom today. Yeah, so we were, we were going in. Well, first of all, of course, everyone's outside because they have to get their picture. We don't have to do that, so we like ham it up for everybody who's looking to get their their picture taken. And uh, we meet uh, uh, Sean uh, O'Sullivan, and he's like, "No, no, today we're in courtroom number one." Mm. Uh, so he tells us how to get there, and it happens to be like the the old original Kent County courtroom. So it had, you know, it had uh, the big the big bar, big uh, leather seats out in the gallery. It had like a do- so the, the 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 judge was up on a dais, um, and the two parties were facing each other. So we had on the right side, as we looked at the judge, was the AG, and on the left side was the defense. But in the middle of the gallery, there was a raised sort of booth there where you could sit on a bench maybe four people that was like the old docks Mm. and on either side of that were these uh, ceremonial spears like iron spears on either side of the docks (laughs) and so it was pretty neat it was neat being in that old that old courtroom for sure yeah the the best thing was we we walked through the uh through the metal detectors and through security and uh, getting our stuff together, and, and uh, Steve Wood, Esquire, a defense attorney extraordinaire, uh, comes up to me. He's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, well, how are you doing? He's like, ask me in an hour. Uh, so, you know, there was a little bit of tension as we walked in. And uh, there was quite a few people uh, gathered, you know, full full family, full uh, media teams, um, you know, observers of, of many sorts. Um, so, yeah, there was some tension there, and, and the judge was about 15 or 20 minutes late. So we just hung out and talked to Lex. Um, so, Kirsten, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. What was what was your general feeling like? Did you have a feeling of how this would go, like what you thought the penalty would be, or were you just kind of like wait and see? I mean, wait and see. I didn't think she was actually going to face time in prison. I don't think she should. I don't think people should in general. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I wasn't – for me, the fun of Kathy was not really, I don't know, not the, the legality of her work, but just, you know, the the way she tweets and the weird <laughs> pictures and the fact that she never knew what the job of the state auditor does and all these things. So, like, it felt a little anticlimactic, I guess, because, you know, this is it. I mean, the trial was very funny, but... I, yeah, I mean, I, I ne- I'm never going to feel good about, like, people going to jail, you know? Yeah, so. and I, I agree. Um, so I, I'll just go over quickly sort of, like, how the hearing went, and then we can start sort of the commentary and the aftermath and all of that. Um, so um, Denny, uh, dis- uh, Deputy uh, Attorney General Denny spoke for maybe two or three minutes, um, just recapped stuff that we've already talked about, um, called on the fact that there really was no remorse from Kathy about the crimes and that it was an egregious betrayal of public trust, mm. uh, is what he said. Um, he did mention that he felt like some no-contact orders were being violated, but he was very vague about that. And even the judge afterwards was like, well, she like 
she's still the uh, auditor as far as we know. That changed a little bit afterwards, but um, it's sort of hard to, like, say who she can talk to and who she can't. Uh, and then uh, our, our man, uh, Steve Wood Esquire, came up and uh, talked for about a half hour uh, and gave the full rundown. Um, you know, his position is that, you know, she was only char- she was only found guilty of, you know, a, a misdemeanor, two misdemeanors that are basically uh, are about her hiring her daughter, which, again, we said before was was generally, um, you know, kind of kind of lame. Um, I, I think the context of it was criminal. Um, but, you know, everybody does this. Nepotism is not against the law. Um, they did have 18 character affidavits that they submitted, um, you know, speaking to all of uh, Kathy's charity work, her her girl bossitude. You see, we made fun of her when she was given blood four times a week, mm-hmm. but it's paid off. That's right. Uh, and then there was around. and then there was a story. Um, there, there was a story that created a, a small buzz. So in, in the middle of, of Steve's uh, arguments uh, as part of the sort of the 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 the, the character portion of it. Uh, he, he says, um, he says, I'm going to tell a story, Your Honor. I, I hope you'll indulge me. Uh, uh, Miss McGinnis does not know I'm going to tell this story and I hope it's OK. But. Uh, but um, a few months ago, we were at my office in Wilmington. You know where my office is, right across from the courthouse, he says. And uh, we were coming back from lunch, and uh, we, saw, we saw a man, middle-aged man, uh, prostrate on the sidewalk. And uh, she notices, and we go over, and about the time we go over, um, there's a, a Wilmington police officer uh, gets there who's like, he says he looks like he's 16 years old, and he can't really do anything. And it looks like the, the man on the ground is in some sort of medical distress, drug-induced medical distress. Uh, so they say, um, do you have Narcan to the cop? And the cop's like, well, I don't have any. And so, uh, of course... Yeah, why would a cop carry Narcan? Correct. Uh, of course, Kathy being... It's like the fentanyl that if you like just touch or <laughs> yeah, briefly exactly. breathe, yeah. they're like, oh yeah, I've heard like you can't even get that close yeah. to Narcan. <laughs> exactly. like, those things explode like that. Yeah. So, so, sick, so Kathy runs to her, her car. I don't, I'm not sure how this works or where the car was or anything. Gets well, Narcan. Parked illegally. Yeah, partially gets, on a sidewalk. Nar- gets Narcan, <laughs> administers Narcan, and saves a, a stranger's life. And, uh, you know, it. she didn't she didn't ask for for uh, any accolades. She didn't want it publicized. She didn't even want Steve Wood to say it today. But he thought it was important at that time. Where did she where would she story. have wanted it publicized? Where do you publicize stories like well, that? Well, that she goes to her character that mm. that goes to her character, though, because yeah. she didn't. She could have tweeted about it. She could have put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So generous Look, is her spirit. That I, you know, I'll tell you what Steve would. So I, I questioned Steve Wood about it. I, I wouldn't say questioned. After the fact, I, I asked Steve, and, and Bill was there. I said, uh, "Has anybody? Ha, have you been able to any time in your career in a, in a context like that, where your your client is is getting ready to be sentenced, to actually tell the story for the first time that your client saved someone's life?" He was like, "I can't believe you're so cynical. You don't believe that." I'm like, "I didn't say I didn't believe it. I just said." It's an incredible story. Way to go. So, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I'm just saying um, I don't think it happens. So I, I don't know what else to say. Like, uh, it's, a, it's, it's pretty, it's, I mean, look, 
It's pretty far-fetched. But it did create a little bit of a stir in the courtroom. People were like, oh, she saved, oh, she saved somebody's life. Oh. Uh, about Your that. mom just like out of nowhere is like, that's great for Delaware taxpayers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep it up. <laughs> Please, quiet, quiet, ma'am. <laughs> uh, that was sua sponte. So he, he basically went into the argument. He, he, he did uh, talk about other recent um, public officials who were convicted. Um, the police officer who actually probably seemed like did a rape. In, his, in the car, car, but got off because of a weird situation. Somebody was on, uh, had a warrant. I mean, people will remember this story. You can link to it. Um, but that that uh, officer was found uh, not guilty of the assaults, but was found guilty of official misconduct. Um, Theo Gregory famously mm-hmm. was found found uh, guilty of official misconduct. Yeah, he was. You know, he was running money to a, like a charitable organization that he drew a paycheck from. Yeah, yeah. And then there was another guy, Bill Freeborn, who was like. Was actually rather well to do. It's funny, he was like a spin instructor at the Central Y about ten years ago, and he would always make uh, like Barack the Magic Negro jokes during class. And you're like, this guy seems great, but uh, yeah, he would like skim three thousand dollars off. I guess every time there was a vacant house being sold from the land bank, I don't know that move. Yeah, that move. That's move. I yeah, mean, you could do it. I mean, sure. <laughs> it worked for him <laughs> for a period of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, but, so, uh, so there was cases. all of these, all, all of uh, you know, they're drawing on all of these other things to basically say, you know, it's it's a little bit uh, over the top to ask for jail time as as the AG did, which again, on the on the merits of the argument, he's he's probably right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, and then uh, Kathy spoke. Kathy, this was the first time she spoke at any any length other than to say that she felt like she didn't want to testify and that her counsel was good. Uh, and she went and she made a, a minute or two sort of heartfelt um, non-apology apology. Um, I, I think what she said was something like, she regrets that hiring her daughter was seen as a violation of trust. That move. <laughs> She's sorry that the Delaware taxpayers feel that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was like, if she would have known, if somebody would have said it was wrong to do at the time, she would have reassessed. But, you know, and she loves her family and her husband, and she had a great relationship with her dad until he died 30 years ago um, or whatever. Like, it's fine. I, 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 Again, I understand no one wants to be sentenced in criminal court, so I'm not. I, I don't really want to make light of the fact that she was emotional, but it was, again, um, it was the, you know, if if people were offended by what I did, I'm sorry for the way that they thought it was this. Yeah. That, right. that move. The sort of non-apology apology. Yeah. Um, the only other things of, of note, I think, in Steve Wood's, um, Steve Wood's arguments was we did, we did get a couple uh, what I would call classics we were hoping for. <laughs> Um, Bill even asked, he's like, do you think our friend, MVP and Hall of Famer Frank Robinson will get another, take another shot? Um, and he was there in attendance, which with, with maybe it was his wife, I, I don't know, uh, a, 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 a woman and another person. Uh, but he, yeah, he took another, he took another one on the chin, uh, old Frank. And, and our friend, our, 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 our friend TVH, Tom mm. Van Horn, uh, again, was uh, his name was dragged through the mud once, once again for being just for being him for yeah. doing what he does, and um, so that was uh, funny anyway. Um, and then the judge sort of uh, mumbled through a uh, a sentencing 
which was pretty funny because uh, it was it's pretty formulaic. I mean, he basically said, look, the office is more important than your personal ambition. Um, you should have known that. And then reads out the two sentences, but it was very formulaic. So he's like, you know, such and such uh, case goes to this thing, and that's one year suspended sentence and a restitution of $1,000, 500 pounds of community service. You know, just sort of just ran, ran through it really sort of like marble mouth. Um, but, yeah, um, suspended sentence, the lowest level of probation, $10,000 fine, and uh, 500 hours of community service, which, if you believe all the stuff that she's always doing on online at – you know, she's at the Lions Club. Yeah, she's she's at the month. thing. It's, I mean, mm-hmm. she can do that with her eyes closed. Five hundred hours of community service, mm-hmm. and so that was that. Um, we we do uh, know that um, that she, that uh, she did fill out the required uh, paperwork afterwards. She was a little late uh, coming out of the courthouse. But the last thing, which is the sort of the the big story of the day that nobody knew about when it was happening was that Steve announced that um, she had tendered her resignation the evening before, yesterday evening, effective the 4th of November. And by that, we may mean that she actually deposited it in the mail to John Carney's mailing address last night. We're still trying to gather she information. Sent, she sent a wire. Stop. Yes. Yeah, so so, yeah. so we were all people even coming out of the of the of the courtroom, people were a little bit confused. They were like, "So he said she resigned, right?" Like, but on the so and we were confused about like who she would send that letter to, why it was like the fourth, was it just to sort of give Carney sort of more of a, an out uh, to make it a little bit easier for him to be like do something or not do something? Uh, without having to say, without her walking out and basically saying, "I'm serving out my term," and basically forcing his hand to remove her, um, so she confirmed on the steps of the courthouse that she had sent her resignation into the quote the governor the night before. Uh, but the fourth was she wanted to give her two weeks notice because she had some loose ends to tie up, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, wanted a smooth transition, another you know, paycheck, whatever, what, what, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, and uh, we come to find out thereafter that um, she did send something to the governor's email, and they didn't really know about it until this morning. And then once uh, the governor knew about it, uh, basically said, I, "I want, I, I, you can resign as of 4:30 p.m. today." Mm-hmm. So as we talk here at uh, 9:30 p.m., um, she's she's done. Uh, I do not know who the acting auditor is. I really don't know if we really need an acting auditor. I mean, just like just shut it down for a couple months, let it let it rest. A state in crisis. Yeah. <laughs> just just take a pause, hit the pause button, and then hit the reset button. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically where we stand. So before we get into our thoughts, I'll just let you guys kind of kind of roll. And, and what was your what was your thoughts about the 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 the, the, the sentence? And the aftermath, the resignation, you know, what, what, what do you think? I mean, how many people outside of our little bubble do you think, like, know what has happened the past 24 hours? Very few. Yeah. Yeah, very few. It just, it, it feels like a whimper to close out this portion of Kathy's story. Yeah. I don't know, just very... Yeah. Very anticlimactic. I, I, I mean, I, I, I agree. 
I agree. My the only two things that I was thinking, and and Bill sort of had some opinions about this too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were very clear that they're going to um, appeal this to the Supreme Court. Um, they think that these Brady violations. We had a long conversation about the Brady violations. Mm-hmm. Bill, uh, we're very there. skeptical of now. Now um, there was five hundred and eleven thousand documents. That's the biggest Brady violation in the history of Delaware. And I said, uh, I said, you're just counting like every document. <laughs> he was like, Well, how would you count it? I was like, and we are talking about stuff you 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 had the whole time. <laughs> well, we had it for two months. <laughs> so it's like you're always like winding it back, winding it back. Yeah. But as far as as far as you're concerned, it's the biggest Brady violation in the history of Delaware. Um, so that's what they're going with. And and the story again is that really what the two charges boil down to is the manner in which, and he never says it this way because you know you got a razzle dazzle. He says because she hired her daughter. Really, it's the manner in which she hired her daughter and the manner in which that whole process played itself out. Um, You know, his contention is, and I think the point of this, if you want to boil this Brady violation issue down, now, and check me on this, Bill, Mm -hmm. make sure I I got this right. The, 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 The context around hiring the daughter was because other similarly situated individuals didn't get the same treatment right and what he's saying is if you search these documents properly you can find other casual seasonal employees that got sort of like similar treatment Mm -hmm. so why didn't you just tell us that is what it comes down to right now again i'm not so sure just because a couple of you go to the lap report and you see another person who has the same like coding if that necessarily means the context is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And I also don't buy this idea like, well, we had the information. We could have searched it. But they did search it and then somehow, like, withheld it. Now, again, he didn't say, I, I said, well, why would they do that? I don't, I don't know. Do you think that they just didn't know? Like, it's, it's again, look, the guy is trying to make a case for big money. Yeah. And so he's going to say sort of whatever. Um, He's not, again, it's just pedantic picking apart like little nits. So, like, yeah, I mean, if you talk about the same seven things that are right and you don't talk about the 25 things that are a little shady, then, yeah, you look like you're right. So, but there's going to be, there will be a, a Supreme Court case. We don't know whether there's going to be oral arguments. That was a little weird how Mm -hmm. he explained that. Yeah, the court actually decides whether or not, like how the how the case is going to be heard. So we don't. I don't even know if that's going to be a thing, like a cool thing or not. Um, so yeah, that's really. But again, I, I don't think. I think that that would be more of like just an epilogue or like a postscript to all this. this. It's over. Like this is it. It ended with like an hour of like shenanigans, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's ended in more ways than one. You know. Kirsten, you kind of alluded to this a few minutes ago. Would you rather have all of sort of the fun, goofy information that we gathered this summer out of the case? And I'm sure there's so much more, too. Yeah, right. God, if we can get in on those Brady violations, Rob, we have some <laughs> mint. Or would you rather it just keep coming out, you know, as steadily, by that I mean Kathy content, over the last couple yeah. mon- months and years? 
Yeah. And just, you know, get one or two of those little hits of dopamine every day. Yeah. Well, I feel like I'm already, I'm making the mistake of like 2016 with uh, the kind of resist people who were like, oh no, we really want Trump and because he's going to be such an easy person to beat and whatever. And I'm like, sort of, I catch myself convincing myself that, oh no, it would be funny if Kathy would run for governor. Surely she wouldn't win and we would get so much more content. Think about her going to all the parades again, her taking photos of herself doing yoga at four in the morning, being like, off to a great start for making my body and mind in sync. Mm -hmm. Hashtag gym, you know? And like, that is really appealing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) To like have the old Kathy back, it, but I know it's like not really great because who knows what happens if- Well, does Does anybody know whether the fact that even though Carney, it seems like what we know this evening afterwards, and this will come out Friday, so this is like Wednesday evening, is that Carney basically said, okay, I got your resignation. It can be effective basically immediately today. Mm-hmm. But that's not her being removed by Carney for cause. No. So th- does that differentiation uh, make sure that she can that she's open to like run again for something else, that she can do this, do that? I, I, I'm guessing mm-hmm. that's what that's about, right? So I would like to lay out a hypothetical because I don't think, as Kirsten was saying, we can't go back. Mm. We have to go forward. We have mm-hmm. to go forward. We must. Yeah. And there is a one way forward. I'd like to lay out a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was some shakeup in the uh, state house during the primaries this year. You got some bad people out. You got some good people in. Mm-hmm. Theoretically, let's say there's a case where Speaker Pete Schwarzkopf, uh, he bites the bullet. He's not going to make it. He doesn't get a reelected speaker. That is all he's been doing for the last 14 years. Let's say, eh, maybe he wants to hang up his hat. What happens then is that a special election is declared and the state party gets to pick the candidate for the Republicans and the Democrats. The 14th 14th RD committee, whereas the 14th RD went heavily towards Lydia, which I was a little bit surprised by, but the 14th RD committee is not like that. They like Kathy. Kathy's a member of the 14th RD committee. So if they were to need to nominate a Democrat, there is only one person down there with the requisite experience in the state government <laughs> to fill that position. That woman's name is Kathy McGinnis. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking for a shoe salesman. You're looking yeah. for a realtor. You're looking for a pharmacist. You're looking for uh, the princess of Rehoboth. Yeah, ski uh, mom. The ski long mom. time yeah. Rehoboth city commissioner. Long time. Yeah. Long, long time. She, I, I'm, I'm she, trying to get my head around this. Yeah, she's also worked really closely with some other state senators and state representatives in the area. Yep. Extremely really closely. Really closely. closely so almost to the point she's where learned some I tricks. hope, yeah, I mean, things can happen when you're that yeah, close. Yeah, there's, a, there's mm-hmm. a good quote from Veep, which is, um, we're going to take the person they hated most and shove them right back in their face. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that what Delaware can happen way. from Statehouse. Yeah. 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 yeah, but here's my question, because we, we sort of talked yeah, about that That's also what's going to happen with Bud Friel. But yeah. Yeah. But here here's the here's the here's the issue with that. My my question is does the does the sort of large margin of 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 victory that Lydia York had put a put any damper on that? Like Rehoboth Beach is a different place than the rest of the state. Mm -hmm. I don't fully understand it, so I'm not gonna try to discount any possibility. I mean, I like it. I like the idea. My idea 
My hypothetical was a little bit different. My hypothetical is that after a period of, of uh, like an interregnum of sorts, there will be a, a, new, a new brand will rise out of the, the, the surf of Rehoboth. Uh, it will be like Neptune, the god of the sea. It will be like a surfer in Hawaii coming through the waves and saying, yes, I support fascist Hindu uh, PMs. Yes, uh, I also endorse Bernie. Yes, I hate war, but not really because I also hate Muslims. And she could do a Tulsi. She could do full Tulsi turn. She's now a Republican. She's given up on the Democrats. She's going on Jimmy Dore show. Mm-hmm. She's the full the full thing. LaRouche. She's posting like her workouts to her socials. Correct. She's like, yes. oh, so we're yeah. full Tulsi Gabbard. Because yeah. Tulsi's yeah. like the she's in the she's the beach person. She's yeah. the Hawaii. Yeah. She's Jack Bucchioni is our Tucker Carlson. Mm. She's already started to go on there. You yeah. know, she's gonna go on a little more right. frequently yeah. and everyone's right. like, Oh no, yeah. this is a bad turn. Yeah, I think realistically if she does want to have a future in like politics, I think the Republican heel turn is definitely the best option for her. Yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. that's the way because um, you know, she has name recognition. She's she's popular in the social scene. Um again, I, I, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I'd like your guys' opinion on it. I don't wanna be the only guy uh, saying this, that's a little bit weird. But, uh, you know, she has that attractability that people sort of dig with, like, Tulsi. They're like, yeah. she looks nice, you know, has a beach and all that. Yeah, I, I mean, think Kathy's I... proved that. Yes. She had. Course. She has people that went to high school with her still talking about how strong their crushes were on her. Correct. Like, that's an incredible just magnetism she possesses. Right. I'm, th- I'm calling it Tulsi Turn. That's what I think. Yeah, I can definitely see it. I mean, I think she'll take some time, hopefully, to chill out. She's got this. She's got office space in Rehoboth. She could do retail there again. You know, yeah. she could sell ledger. homes with her mom again. Um, you know, I, but then I think that because she craves, you know, we were talking a bit about this a bit today, Rob. Like, she just wants to be a politician. It's like kind of sad when you think about it because there's nothing else there yeah. kind of going on behind the eyes. Once you go, we kept joking today. Ravidella, max out. <laughs> oh, just max, max, max out. Max out. Max out last year. You want to max out this year? <laughs> and that's like, that's kind of how her, her crew sees her yeah. as she is yeah. just there to uh, do call time, IRL, I guess. And that's, that's really what matters to her. Yeah. But again, no, no discernible so ideology, no like, yeah. and and the only no ideology goals. she had, for example, going into the auditor's office was just what she thought, what she thought could get her the most recognition. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like I'm a pharmacist, and we can do like this kind of thing or that kind of thing, or we can get like let's let's do something with other auditors to get our name out there. It was just bl- that's the thing. Like I I said it before, I say it again. Every politician has this sort of ambition to to do it which is i mean it's it's weird it's it's bizarre but, uh, however some people have the ambition to do it and they have a plan of things that they would like to do and there's a way to do that you 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 get consensus with people you convince people that these are the good things to do you all you integrate it into 
the system that already is there. So if you have things that you're mandated by statute to do, you integrate these things into them. And then you communicate out what you're doing so that you can, you can uh, uh, execute on your agenda as a, as a manager while still doing it for some sort of personal political gain. She understood to do stuff for the, per, her personal political gain, but didn't know how to do any of it. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she, didn't, she didn't convince anybody it was good. She didn't build a consensus. Uh, basically, if anybody told her it might be a bad idea, if she surveilled them through, like, mm-hmm. technological means. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, I... I, 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 I she's going to have to do, like, figure out if she wants to do the Tulsi thing, like, what that means. Like, what do you... Like, do you want to just be, like, the, rep, the, the Republican rep from Rehoboth? Like, what is that going to do for you? Like, is that going to mm-hmm. be, is that going to satisfy your urge to, like, be important? It's funny to think about her in a legislative seat mm-hmm. because with, yeah, like, working for a government, like, overseeing an agency or <clears throat> being in an executive position, it's like, yeah, she wants to be the girl boss. So that makes sense. But I just, her personality in as a legislator would produce for some very weird conversations with other legislators and well i mean if you're talking about weird Mm -hmm. uh, like socially inept legislators that building is full of them because yeah i'm thinking (laughs) because the other person who recently made it's not a tulsi turn it's a very different situation but greg fuller who ran for Mm. rd 36 a few times as a democrat he switched his party registration to republican and he won the primary countywide for like register of wills or something in sussex so like there's a love to run for register I love of to wills. change party my line. party mm-hmm. affiliation so, to run for register of wills. <laughs> like just be like, yeah. look, you're a fucking loser. Take the L. Mm-hmm. But that's what we were talking about, Kathy. Just take the fucking L. Well, and that's L. the thing I wonder. Because it, it actually like... looks worse. Doing this mm-hmm. actually looks worse. Could... Makes you look like a bigger loser. Like even if you win at the at the at the Supreme Court and you switch your party affiliation to run for some other thing, you look like a fucking loser. Sorry. Like, I again, my only thing about the resignation is that I think that he thought that she thought he was going to remove her. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. protects her from having been removed. As we were saying before, it seems very unlikely to me that he would have actually pulled the trigger. Yeah, Yeah. same here. Yeah, so I don't know. I I, that we were saying that walking out of the courtroom, like, would 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 Carney have done anything? I, I don't know. I mean. He, he, he can say now, well, you know, she resigned, so I got her out like two weeks earlier. Mm. But he didn't remove her from office. He just accepted her resignation uh, effective basically immediately. Which I didn't know that was a thing you could do. I think you mm. can do that, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure you can. I mean, that's what – the way we did it in the corporate was like – you're supposed to give your two weeks. But oh, so it's like if you're if the purposes you're giving your two weeks. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess the fourth was like your two weeks – and they were like, you know, if you were, it used to that be like, if you're to going to, if you're leaving and going, yeah, if you're leaving and going to a competitor, you ha- you can, you have to leave. Or if you're, there's something else, you know, they'll just tell you to leave. They still pay you the two weeks because they're the ones like, yeah, saying it's good. So you still get the two weeks paid anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's fairly common and different. It depends what the context. I've is. just never quit my auditor job before, so yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, I, I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that it was just a, it was a way to make sure, because again, even 
Like, you already took a big risk going to trial and spending all this loot. So, like, why not? If, if, you, if you know, and especially you just got rinsed out in the primary. So why, why for, for a couple of months of being a lame duck, why don't you just quit now? You weren't removed. And it started you, under campaign for 24. Sure, or whatever. Yeah. Or, or whatever. 23. Yeah. Or 23, yeah. That would be so. funny if she went for, like, school board or mm-hmm. something. Well, I could see her trying to go for I don't know what Rehoboth's government system looks like. Because, like, I feel like mayor of Rehoboth very would old. be a very good job. <laughs> yeah. It would be perfect. You're right. Yeah. She yeah, I mean, do they so have a city. Happy. They have a town yeah, council, mayor. right? They have, like, yeah. a town Yeah, because she was the, yeah. the commissioner, which I think is basically Like, the, the, the head of the council or something. Like, yeah. But they have a town manager who actually does the stuff, right? Yeah, so she doesn't have to do that. If she could just be, like, the mascot of Rehoboth Beach. Yes. Take the L. I think that's the thing. You have to take the L at this point. I You never take the L. She, well, that's why yeah, I think it's, the remember. resignation feels weird. I get that it's defensive, but like it's sort of just like you have put up such a fight, and then you're just like, Mah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, okay. <laughs> like, it just comes off very silly. And I, I'm sure she could explain it away. As like, And Steve was very, I mean, we Lex afterwards, we talked to Steve on the steps there for like 45 minutes about, you know, a, a a range of issues. <laughs> um, well, the first funny thing. Does he talk to other people this much or is it just. No. You? No. In no. fact, today he like did. He like kind of like nagged on the guy he was talking to and then like walked yeah. back up the stairs to join us. <laughs> yeah. Even the guy. So the the, the, the guy yes. from McCarter and English from Boston, uh, yeah. Dean Elwell. Like we were talking for about 20 minutes and then Dean kind of wanders up and we teased him. We we're like, hey, you never have to come to here again he's like oh i enjoy coming down here (laughs) but he stood there and i'm thinking like do they have somewhere to go he was like is he trying to pull him away but then steve just kept talking he stood there for like 30 minutes (laughs) silent but yeah he pretty much just talks to us because we bust his balls and stuff because he did say well first we said um we have a running bet over under and we knew you were in there convincing her to go to the supreme court Mm-hmm. And that you would take the case to the Supreme Court, like what do you charge for something like that? Like it's like we got like sixty seventies are over under. He's like fifty sixty. I don't take a phone call for fifty sixty. Like that's what so he's giving us the you know let's bust the child. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, big you got you got to get a new. I, I was like, yeah, you got to get a you got to get a new boat. And he was like, I don't even have a boat. He's like, wait a minute, I do have a boat. He forgot. He forgot <laughs> he had one. He forgot he had a boat. It was just, but he has. It's like it's in disrepair or something. So then we got we, we got to talking. Oh, this is Bill. Bill actually pulled a great one. I'm glad. You, I wish you were wearing that. that <laughs> this, this look right now. So there's a picture. There was a there's a picture online of us standing on the steps, and it was like we're a, we're like in a little circle with Lex, me, uh, Bill, and and Steve. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Steve is, is so obsessed with the fact that I'm a communist, you know, he's just like so mad. Mm. Uh, and, he, you know, he, he doesn't get it, he, you know, all this stuff. And then in, in the middle of like this conversation, he turns to Bill and he's like, what, you, are you a Marxist? And Bill was like, eh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so Lex, Lex fucking lost it. Uh, it was pretty, he was like, oh, God, okay. Um, and we did say he was like he was like, "What's going to happen to me when the, when the revolution comes?" And Bill goes, "You better get that fucking boat in working order." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, "Look, I think your names come up at the meetings, so you better like." All yeah. I'm saying is, have an escape plan. That's what I'm saying. 
<laughs> so that was, yeah, but we had, so it was like the three of us talking like real loud, like we're talking now on the steps, yeah. like other reporters are milling around, <laughs> like walking, taking pictures, like we just sat there. Like, what's their secret? It's like, oh, it's like they're not actually journalists. <laughs> yeah. their, secret is, is, uh... their secret is, like, I just went and smoked a joint. I'm like, yeah. high as shit. They uh, uh, overstayed no summer secret. camp this year. Yeah, yeah, there's really no secret. But yeah, when he was like, what's going to happen to me? And Bill's like, you better get that fucking boat in working order. Well, he was also complaining about like, oh, you know, for 31 years, I was paycheck to paycheck. And I was like, yeah, buddy, you can only afford the five bedroom house in Greenville. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we did bust his balls because I was like, the first thing I said to him was like, yeah. I was like, for, for 20 years, I was like, you're putting people away for less than that, are you? And they should probably get 20 years. He was like, I never did that. You know, he's like defending his record. Every time he would defend his record, I would turn to Lex and be like, Lex, we have to pull those documents. We need a full, we need a full review. We need a full review. Because he was like, he was saying outlandish shit. Like, he never, he never knew for a fact that a cop lied. Like, he felt yeah. a couple times like they lied, but he never knew it for a fact. I'm like, I was just like, what are you going to say to that? I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what to say. Um, but again, I mean, I will say this. Again, if, if, if you ever find yourself um, facing criminal charges in the state of Delaware and you have the means, I certainly suggest hiring uh, Steve Wood from McCarter and English because you're going to get everything you pay for, for sure. I mean, I told Steve, I said, you know, you, you – what what I think the best thing you did was was beat that beat that felony for intimidation for witness intimidation because I said she intimidated. He's like, well, what do you mean by intimidation? I was like, the shit, all the shit she did that came out in the trial. You were there, <laughs> like you know. But uh, but I did admit to him. He said the first day that you know she's not on trial for being a bad boss. He um he said he he worked under an AG whose name he didn't say mm-hmm. who. Bo Biden, Calm Calm. Yeah, I was trying to remember. Oberly? Oberly. Of uh, yeah. uh, Jane Brady. That could be. I think it was Jane Brady. Yeah, he probably. wouldn't have liked Jane Brady. No, he wouldn't have. But he didn't say. But who was a, he said, who was a, who was a tyrannical boss, but did everything sort of mm-hmm. like by the book. And I was like, what? Well, okay, per our earlier conversations, you got to choose one or the other. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, you, can't, can be, you can't be a tyrant and, and break the law. Mm-hmm. And, or you can't, and you can't treat your people like shit. Yeah. Yeah. You got to choose one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna, if if you, if you're going to play flat, fast, and loose for your own gain, yeah, you got to be the nicest person. Uh, so th- this is a funny one. Like, just to sort of, to really, and it was really illustrative for me. I think it was so descriptive because it defines a thing. Like Carl was talking about Veep. Like this idea of like people are ambitious and and they think they're going to do this. We 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 talked to some of our sources afterwards. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we had a long conversation with many of our sources, and one of the things that Kathy would say to the people on her staff during this time was like, "I got your back. I'm going to take you with me when I go to D.C. <laughs> when I'm in D.C., I'm taking you with me." Wait, what was she 
going to be doing in D.C.? Never. It wasn't clear. Just taking the train to go to that Biden rally in Iowa that one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? That's when she, she was like, yeah. Yeah, I made it Flying to D.C. all by myself. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's I don't know if it's common knowledge, but she was, when it looked like Chris Coons might join the administration, yeah. she was lobbying for the con- congressional well, seat. Real, like, Twitter heads <laughs> would have known because her messaging changed super abruptly. Yep. And, you know, she usually is just posting pictures of herself giving blood and talking to folks at nursing homes, whatever. All of a sudden she starts like posting in all caps about like bills in Congress. And it's like, yeah, what the fuck is going on here? She, when is she ever given a shit about any kind of <laughs> like, that's like congressional matters? But that's then, delusional. Yeah. That's delusional. Right. I mean, or do, do people well, in the, well, yeah. the way that I mean, it works, yeah. the way that it works uh, for a congressional seat, if it opens up, so let's say Coons, um, he he's the secretary. He becomes Secretary of State. Yeah. Uh, they appoint a Democratic candidate for Senate. That would almost be certainly LBR. be Lisa Bump Roster. Yeah. Roster. I mean, they could appoint someone else. Like I know there was, or no, I think Jessica Rain. Yeah, Jessica Rain. I mean, Jessica <laughs> Senate. It might be different. Bill Senate, Martin. It might be the governor. Oh, I forget how that works. I think it's the governor because Kaufman, I think, was appointed by Markel. Yes, um, that sounds right. So. They, they point. So there was the the yeah. rumor that uh, Carney might have pointed uh, Markel over mm-hmm. Lisa Bunt Rochester if he had the choice. Um, yeah. But the main holdback was uh, he still despises Markel because he beat him yes. in the primary in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, however, so then either way, likely the congressional seats opened up, but you would need the party similar to the RD fourteen situation. You, the party nominates, but instead of an RD committee, it is the state committee. And likely she would not have gotten it, but the type of people that end up on the state committee in a place like Delaware is not representative of your average primary voter. Right. And you're also going to look at, like, who owns or holds, holds statewide office that mm-hmm. maybe is, like, uh, yeah. get reelected and they start doing, like, stupid, like, yeah. <laughs> game theory with themselves. Yeah, like, who are your yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's you know, classic. Who, who it's the classic, like, it's, your, it's the classic high on your own You're going to give it to like, Brian Townsend? Right. Right. I mean, also, Kathy everybody's in on it. was meeting during this like 72 hours where she was just like binging congressional documents and, you know, learning like what right. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What is House of Representatives? Um, <laughs> she met with a ton of people and apparently promised <coughs> most of them her chief of staff position yeah, if they helped her. Like, so I yeah. guess this is probably yeah. the same sort of this. Yeah. This ties into the story we were told about her just saying, like, I'm taking you to Washington. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I think oh, yeah. she really thought that she was going to win that. Scene. Yeah. Yeah, that would be incredible. She like actually belongs in the house. Okay, I I amend what I said earlier about her not being a fit for the legislature. She absolutely belongs in the House of Representatives, yes. the U.S. Yes. House of Representatives. Like, yes, she, the yes. U.S. The U.S. Oh, yes, I agree. She's she, on the House Ways and Means Committee, but has no idea. She thinks it's yeah. weights and meats or yeah. something. So yeah. it's like right. we we uh, we regulate the slaughterhouses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, eat chick- I, I eat chicken every day. Really? Because okay, <laughs> what are what are the things that qualify you to be in the U.S. House of Representatives? You have to have some kind of unique or quirky workout regimen. Mm-hmm. Yep. She fits. Um, a professional like, licensing that, like, you really shouldn't be that proud of. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Small business owner. Exactly. Small, small business owner. Right. Yeah. There's yeah. some kind of, like, weird, like, you have, like, weird, ambiguous relationships with people yeah. mm-hmm. that kind of come up, and then you make, like, I don't know, some not comment that everyone laughs on about for, I don't know, 
uh, a day and then everyone forgets about. Willingness like, to post photos of strangers without their consent. Yeah. Exactly. Unemployable in any other setting. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. You have keyed at least one car this year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Right. She would be a perfect fit. And she would she would love it. You know how much yeah. like Carney hated you being in the house? Her, she would her yeah. outfits would get so good. They would get really good. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm not gonna lie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. With her little pin. So let's yeah. do some other some other. Oh, th- this was another thing. You're gonna yeah. probably have to beep some of this out. So I'm gonna tell. <laughs> I'm the- be- I've already there's already a decent amount that I realize I'm in hindsight I'm gonna have to beep out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so this is the story. So, <laughs> um, and again, we should Carl. be able to find this out. And it seems like a pretty decent source. But um, so she went back after all of this played out to try to get another. Uh, to try to get access to other emails of another person <laughs> in the state government. It's like since the convictions. Yeah. Who, who, um, so again, we'll, we'll just make sure I say this where it'll fit like this. Who maybe was someone who, I again, I, I, I feel like Wait a like sec, he, do you think she's already requested access to Yeah, but that so, cool. so that, that was a, that was that was something. Can I but, FOIA that? Can, like, <laughs> has Catherine yeah. requested the emails? Yeah, ask who, which state employees asked to get the 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 emails or access to the inboxes of other state employees. Yeah. So yeah, she's. I I, I don't know, man. That that was really something when I heard that. But I I actually kind of believe it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. I think like absolutely. deep insecurity is another great quality in a congressional candidate, yes. though, mm-hmm. and she's got that in spades. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Everybody's, you know, everybody's against her. Everybody's like, I have to, you know, keep everything tight. Like, we talked a little bit about the idea of her coming into the studio because I've I've talked to her a couple times, and you know, it's 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 a weird situation for her. I get that. And and I do a particular thing, you know. I'm not, you know, Jack Buccioni or whatever the guy's name is. What's the guy's name down there? You actually somehow got that right. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's okay. Buccioni. Okay. Buccioni, See, I'm doing. I'm doing. Uh, I'm a self-hating Italian. No. I'm, I hate myself. Um, but yeah, but like, <clears throat> like I'm not gonna do. Th- you I, wish I, you I could be Jack s- Buccioni, though. I know. I, I um. I saw what the guy from the Salisbury uh, affiliate did for the interview, and I know Bill, you saw like the Storm and Norman interview, right? Yes. Did somebody see the Storm and Norman interview? I didn't see mm-hmm. that one, but I saw what the guy from Salisbury did, and it was incredibly weak. But I also know that she is an automaton. She is just as Bill said, she's the 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 political face. The shell of doing politics, that's all that, that's all she is. So the questions I have have nothing to do with, like, the case even, really, or stuff like that. And I just don't think she's interested in having that conversation, like, mm-hmm. like being real. Like, that's the one thing she isn't. Yeah. Like, the thing I try to do in here is to talk like a regular person. And I and, and ask people stuff that I want to know that I th- find interesting, and she's not interested in doing that. And so I just don't f- like in 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 retrospect after speaking with her a few times and speaking with other people, I just don't see it working out. 
Yeah. Like, it's bad enough when people are in and kind of like, you know, people bullshit me in here. I mean, fucking Matt Meyer's been in here. So, you know, I'm I'm used to getting political bullshit. But, but he will also at least talk like a regular person. Or, or if he can't say something, he'll, you know, it'll, it'll be obvious that, you know, he's like, I know what you're trying to do. You can't do this or whatever. Like, I, I don't like, I don't like being treated like a rube. Like, I don't like when people pretend, I mean, I just had it out. I don't don't want you to beep this out because I just (laughs) had it out with Sean Lynn. Uh, because he didn't support Kerry in, in the way that I think he should have. And he made a fucking lame excuse about it, and I called him out for it, and he asked the blog to take it down. Fine. Then I contacted him and said, you know, I think it was kind of, kind of lame um, that you, you know, made this like you don't know what's in my heart post about supporting this other McGinnis in Dover, who's like a real estate guy, and not Carrie. I think that's bullshit. He was like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean? What do I mean?" You put, you did a five-paragraph post on Delaware Liberal. Now you're going to tell me you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about? What do I look like? A fucking moron? I don't like being treated that way. And that's the kind of shit that fucking Kathy will do if she comes in here. It'd be like, what, what, what do you mean? Well, what the fuck are you talking so about? What I do don't I mean? know if that's exactly comparable because I genuinely think that there's – she's not being, like, duplicitous. She just – there's nothing there. You could drill all the way down and you're never going to find – any kind of ideology that's based on anything but just her wanting money and power. So let me ask you this. This is perfect because I think you have a, you probably have the best understanding of her sort of motivation, I think. That's really grim. Mm -hmm. I hope that's not true. Well, that's just, that's because it's, I don't think it's grim. It's like you've taken an interest in this as a, as a story (laughs) and you've developed uh, theories. Yeah. And so I I think you would know this. So Kirsten, you have brain poisoning. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, (laughs) We're we're trying to say. (laughs) You need to get help. (laughs) The doctors will be here. Actually, (laughs) this is is an intervention. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Kirsten, we love you. We just want you to get help. (laughs) Carl's not even recording. <laughs> this is He's how, just it's all quietly big nodding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but here, like, uh, uh, so this this would be a, a, a question that I would be interested in exploring. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I actually wanted to ask her because it did come out that she asked people to delete emails and text messages and asked people to tell their people to do did it. Did she do that in writing? But no. Please. Oh damn it! Mm. So again, she'll just lie and say she didn't. Yeah. So I don't care about any of that. You know, facts came out at the trial that, again, Steve Wood would say, well, it's not illegal to do X, Y, Z, whatever. Yeah. My question would be, when you were trying to get access to people's inboxes so you could track what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Me personally. Well, right. When I do that, yeah. When you do it. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because Kirsten reads all of our emails. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. But like, so... When you were doing that, mm-hmm. when you were, you know, getting other people's emails outside of the thing, or when you were like doing like uh, the like the inner office stuff that you were doing, like, did you think that was wrong, or did you think you had to do it, or or like what was your, what 
what's the motivate? Because you did it. It's not a question of like, did you do it or didn't you do I it? I think she's. You did it. I think she's. Nobody else in the state government does it. There yeah. was there the two other. I she's think there was two in. other people that did it twice, and she did it forty five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So like, you did it. What the fuck were you thinking when you did that? That she wanted to see what was in the emails. I don't think it was any deeper than that. Yeah. I think she thought, I, I want to read the content of the emails, so I'm gonna get access to the emails. To do what though? To do to. To see the info that's in them, because I want to read them. Yeah, it's like it's almost like perverse, though. It's like you kind of like want to you want to see your criticism by your employees, essentially. Right. I think that's what she was probably fishing for, right? Yes. She wanted to know who was like probably just she's just bored because she doesn't know what she's doing, so she's like, (laughs) I need to make this office very clicky. She, I mean, she's clearly that will be my excitement. Yeah, she cares about her perception, you know, obviously because she posts photos of herself and she is like she's very concerned about the way the public perceives her and she probably said well, does she think that... this is working for that <sighs> if she's extremely concerned with her public perception, i don't think she has does like she a think plan. this is working i don't think she has a she's playing like i don't know guess who like not she's not even playing checkers like she moves one move at a time and I just don't think she, that she put any more thought behind it. Like every time she posts like something, she's just thinking, I want to show off that I look good or whatever, or the good things that I'm doing. And there's no like deeper strategy there. I think she just, she moves. Yeah. She does one move at a time. And yeah, like with reading the emails, she maybe got wind that somebody had said, I don't know. She heard some office gossip and thought, Oh, well I need to, read those emails because I like when I look good and I don't like when people are saying bad things about me. So um, I want to see what they're saying. And then that was all the justification she needed to like go do the snooping. And then she saw it and then she, you know, I guess lost her shit because she was upset at what she saw in there. There's no filter. There's no like, yeah, yeah, anything else going on. It's just. I get that part of it. I mean, it's Trumpian. Yeah, it's Trumpian. and And I get that part of it. I guess my my thing is like you you move you know you're moving one block at a time, but as you're moving things are getting worse and worse and worse. Like, do you think I I wonder like, that she can like analyze that though? But I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's if if you if after all of this, so you you made all the moves one at a time, and you really didn't think it through, because it was just. That's what you had to do right there. <clears throat> but eventually, though that those that series of moves put you on a block somewhere down the board. And where it was was like one step out of prison. You lost your job, and everybody thinks you're f- fucking crazy. So doesn't at some point, doesn't an adult start to reflect upon all the single moves that got him to that spot and be like, wow, this spot's not actually that great. We just spent a half a million dollars to keep me out of prison. I don't have my job anymore. My 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 name uh, is not great. My family is upset. Um, like, how can how do you keep going in the same direction? You're a paranoid narcissist. <laughs> so you are convinced that this is only happening to you because yeah. people are trying to undermine you because mm-hmm. of your 
great position and great name yeah. recognition and the way you were shooting for the stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like, also what her mom and her sisters are telling right. her. Right, she's got people gassing yeah. her yeah. up every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's not a single person who's like telling her the truth. Right. Like literally, <laughs> Denny, Denny, yeah. Denny talked for about two or three minutes and in the middle of him talking, um, her mom leaned over who was sitting next to me, but like there was a space in between. She leaned over and she's like, He's lied so many times. <laughs> oh, did, you awesome. hear, did you hear her say that? I didn't that? hear. That, that is how that's, you've been brought up. Those are the only people that yeah. you have like ever listened to your whole life. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. you're going to be a person who's like, and it's still, no. and, and, yeah. and people are doing this too. And I have to yeah. say, and and this is no offense to Steve, he's doing his job and he did it really well, but he's gassing her up too because his whole thing, his yeah. the what he's what she what she hasn't figured out yet is what Steve Wood is doing is what a professional defense attorney is doing to keep her out of jail. Yeah. So you can't you can't listen to him and 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 think he's telling you Yeah. Like <laughs> he's not telling you the shit you need to know. <laughs> you know? I yeah. told Steve uh on the steps I said, "You know, I and it came up again today this fucking search warrant." Um, you know, Frank Robinson said at the suppression hearing that he or there was he wrote the search warrant he wrote the search warrant finally it comes out that it was written by a team of attorneys so he lied about it i said well number one they didn't even have to get a fucking search warrant it was a state building he was like mm-hmm. well i know but uh, they did and it was from a lie mm-hmm. i was like so what was the intent and then it's always like alexander mackler the, the deputy ag he was involved and he's a political i'm like I said, Steve, I have to be real honest with you. This sounds like QAnon shit. Yeah. <laughs> I no. said, it sounds like, we, what did you say, we coined it. We coined it Mackinac. <laughs> it's Mackinac. Mac- like, Mac- yeah, Mac- I mean, he's a, he's, a, he's a Biden guy. He's a political appointee. Fine. I get that. But, like, it's very what is his intent? Yeah, like, it's QAnon level. Like, that there's some sort of, there's some sort of, uh, of conspiracy against you yeah it's very nixonian very like paranoia stuff like you were saying and but and and, and what do you again, think her last meal as auditor was i know it wasn't i know it wasn't seafood mm. yeah i i just um you know I, I i kept asking steve like to what end though like okay say the search warrant was written at the direction of Alexander Mackler, mm-hmm. which they didn't even have to get in the first place. Or like, or you're complaining about the Brady violations because there was exculpatory evidence in these 511,000 documents that you had, but they right. didn't, just didn't tell you where to look. <laughs> like, like, what does this mean? This doesn't fucking mean anything. <laughs> like, you're making constitutional arguments because you're talking about Fucking Sir, Sir Walter Scott or whatever, it's, you know, some bullshit. Like, okay, you can make a good, you can make a good legal argument, um, but you know, it, it's not helping anybody actually because it, it's it's blowing smoke. I think it's it's actually uh, blowing smoke at Kathy, thinking like, oh well, Steve thinks I'm. Well, of course he thinks you're innocent. <laughs> you're paying you're pay half a million dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. But yeah, we did. We called it Mackinon. It's Mackinon. Because that's the thing. Like, to what end? Lex asked him 
about another piece of evidence that he was like questioning. And he was like, okay, Steve, but like to what end? Like, what does that mean? Yeah. What, what does it mean? Like what? Okay, they didn't. You're saying that by rule, you they should have done this. They didn't have to do it, but then they did it. And then you, but it doesn't, it's all just subterfuge. You know, he, he has, he's high on his own supply too. He thinks he's, mm. you know, a, a constitutional uh, crusader. Because he's protecting everybody's constitutional rights. When all he's doing is having esoteric, you know, he's just he's just jerking off. He's having sort of like esoteric legal fights in his own mind. So yeah, I, I it was um, I I have to um, agree with with Kirsten. Um, it it was pretty anticlimactic, but it was what we expected. And and I, and again, the the thing about the resignation, the thing that she saved somebody's life. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. And and I thought, has that come out in any of the stories today? The the life saving thing. Has anybody mentioned Steve Wood said she she saved somebody's life? I don't think so. I haven't checked though. I'm sure it made Still the papers. Still can't get it reported on. Still, even yeah. now, yeah. he said he did say you goddamn <laughs> idiot. The, you won't report this. You won't. You won't publicize sure. this. Sure. He's right. Kathy mistook the victim for having something called blood failure at first <laughs> when she tried to connect her own blood supply to his. Yeah, <laughs> and she had yeah expired Narcan in the car. She's like, I always travel with three pints of O negative blood. Just in case <laughs> this happens. This whole thing just feels very end of burn after reading. You know, <laughs> what did we learn here, Palmer? Mm. Not to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I mean. upon their own petard and (laughs) Kathy's on a plane to Venezuela as we speak (sighs) like I mean I think the laughs and the memes you know they'll they'll be evergreen you know I'm glad that we experienced that yeah you know even like you know the whistleblowers today were exchanging some new rare they're 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 much worse than we are at the memes but like they're they are making Kathy memes which I find very endearing yeah But uh, yeah, no moral here. I'm certain Kathy yeah. won't learn a single thing. Nope. Doesn't seem like she. <laughs> uh, um, no one's going to from this. Yeah. Not even us. Right, because I'm out here yeah. like a jackass, no. being yeah, like, "Yeah, hey, not... it's gonna be funny if she runs for governor." <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope she stays. Maybe we get to see like a lighter side of Kathy now, like what she does do when she doesn't have to uh, right. you when know, ride up and down on, like, to lefts and rights of the state, and she can just have fun and be silly with it. Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. It's funny because talking, like talking to the whistleblowers and stuff about like the, the, uh, the scene at the beach where all of these people go, like and hang out. The social scene there. Um, like I know it's real important they go to the same places and they see the people and this person talked about that person and now this person was giving me the eye over here and they saw me there and I, yeah. and I'm like I, I don't. I don't know how to tell people that's fucking lame. Like, that's actually pretty dumb. And we're all adults. And if you're, like, worrying about that yeah. stuff or, like, you know, like, in- involved in, like, rumor mills about, like, who saw who out and did what with who, that's actually fucking stupid. Um, It's not cool. It makes you look fucking dumb. 
and I don't know why it's con- I don't know why people continue to do it. But like Christmas, what did we? I don't know what we learned. Not just we're just not doing it anymore. I guess. Uh, anything else to add, Bill or or Kirsten? Well, any 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 other final thoughts? I do have a couple plugs I want to do, but I want to get your final thoughts. True. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad to put a period to the end of the saga. It has been quite a fun ride. Uh, this there's still so much more about this case that um, I think we could dig into, but it's over. You know, like all good things, they must come to an end. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's next for Kathy. I I I think that she will remain a constant in our lives going forward. I'm really optimistic that she will. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, of course. Thank you. And hey, if you're out in the town at the starboard and you know, you're like on like your second date with a fifty three year old guy who you're just starting to get to know, and Kathy's sister is just like making faces at you at you know, the big the big board, uh, just go over and say, Hey, you know, I'm really sorry about how things worked out with you between you or my sister and her and your sister and me and you know, let me get you this drink and please don't get a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> we were almost we were almost to to, uh, to beepable stuff there. It was very yeah. close. We were we were on the borderline of, of having to having to beep some stuff out there. <laughs> okay, here are the plugs, folks. So I don't know if you guys saw it. I I, I think it's in- in- incredibly important. Two big things went up on the call. One is Carl Baker's debut. He wrote a review of Hal Weitzman's book, What's the Matter with Delaware. But the focus of the of the of his commentary is about the Delaware Way, and how um, we don't talk about things uh, because we're a bunch of big babies, and we don't want to, you know, but make you know Secretary Bullock mad because it'll hurt our career. Um, so we have to have a tax haven here. Uh, we actually don't have to do that. Um, and and Carl wrote a, a really interesting uh, piece of commentary um, about that. Second, I, I wrote a little, sort of like just a little blurb. The most important thing to do is go read the ACLU report uh, about the safe streets and the uh, governor's task force, um, which actually came up again today. Um, these are two um, sort of secret police forces that work along with um, the Department of Corrections um, to menace and, um, and harass and surveil uh, probationers. Now, as we said before, Kathy was sentenced today to a level one probation. It's a very simple, a few check-ins. There's not a lot of, um, you know, there's not a lot of terms. There's not any, like, real harsh conditions or anything. But level two and level three, um, actually, you have to sign away basically your life, and they can come do, like, SWAT-like room entry Mm. on your fucking house. (laughs) Um, It's very gross. Uh, I, I ask everybody to read that ACLU report. Also, um, coming up in the next week or two, I'll be speaking with not only the woman who did the reporting, uh, Lauren Gill, uh, uh, but also Cherie Congo, who was a victim of one of these um, basically home raids um, over in Browntown from Maryland Avenue. Um, so we're going to be reporting more of that uh, because it's 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 a pretty sick uh, pretty sick show. I mean, the Department of Corrections is bad anyway. Our friend Lex is working on uh, a story. Someone else was. Um, someone else died in custody in Sussex uh, uh, this week, I, I believe, in Georgetown. And there's, you know, credible evidence that the person was uh, was roughed up uh, beforehand. But, of course, you know, 
that kind of stuff we seem to can't we can't get any information on. We know we know everybody who who Kathy's trying to surveil on email, but we can't figure out if we're torturing uh, prisoners. So, um, anyway, um, we'll read those two things in the call. The last thing about the call is, and we'll link to this. We're doing a fundraiser uh, on the 16th of November at Nomad Bar uh, in Wilmington. Uh, music, fun times had by all. Uh, Claire Snyder Hall, speaking of Rehoboth, one of our comrades and friends, will be there signing books. Um, and yeah, so um, you can support the call by buying tickets to that, and uh, we'll link to that event. Um, Come I, listen to some hot jazz. Yeah. Hey, some swinging jazz. Maybe we'll smoke some jazz cigarettes. <laughs> but um, bump. Um, thanks again, everybody. I feel a little weird, like tying a bow on this, but you know, all good things must must come to an end. Kirsten, thank you very much for for every all the support that you've given us through this journey. Yeah. Um, all the all the spoofs, all the research, all the all the gags, all the memes, all the uh, the deep cuts, um, all of it. I mean, it's, it's been a good time. It has. I'm glad we got really inv- we got it in the ground floor, and it's always nice when that pays off. Yeah. Carl, thank you for everything you're doing. You're just doing, you're doing it all. We were talking about it today. How do you get it all done? We don't know. It's, it's unbelievable. Jess, how was your dinner tonight? It was really good. We're going to talk about I that know. guy. Yeah, a little stuffed and what? Farm to table dinner? <laughs> Fancy. Let's be honest. Jess that. and Bill are, are... It was in a barn. It wasn't yeah. even heated. I had to wear my coat. We need to wear like four layers. Oh, that's why you're dressed like this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get a little behind the scenes. Uh, yeah, but don't bump. I think we look good. Yeah, well, you know how to hit us up, folks. Um, if you like this stuff, we're gonna keep doing it. Um, we got we do have other stuff uh, lined up too. Uh, we'll be talking to Harvey J.K. about the British Marxist historians. Um, we'll probably be talking to some people who are going to have won their general elections by the time we talk to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, fingers crossed. Um, oh, speaking of Rob, may I just put a plug out there. You may for uh, anyone who through the Working Families Party or the. Delaware Democratic Party would like to volunteer for for good candidates. Hit any one of us up. I'm helping out Sophie Phillips run in the Bear Christina Christiana area. Um, but I'm happy. I'm going to be canvassing for some others in the coming weeks. Uh, and then on a more personal note, got a couple new work study songs out uh, this week. I saw that we had uh, these Kathy v Kathy episodes were usually soundtracked by one of our old tunes. So um, happy to get those out into the world. And plug. And plug. <laughs> and left his best. And go Lula. Since I-